This is what flow from Progressive sounds like in one of our commercials. You may have seen one there on TV occasionally. And speaking of motorcycle insurance rates, did you know that our basic motorcycle policies start at just $75 a year? And speaking of speaking of insurance, I just love... And this is how that same commercial sounds on your motorcycle. Yeah, everything's better on a bike. Progressive keeps you on yours. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is a Vencast Studios production. Welcome, welcome to Day 44 of Riding the Pines NBA Playoff Podcast. I am Hondo, here with Guy and MTG. What's good, what's good? So, we are on a bit of a break here. Well, a bit of a break from from the season because we're waiting for the actual first game of the finals. A bit of a break, like the Sahara is a bit of a desert. (laughs) (laughs) It's fair enough. Why do we have 44 games between the end of the Eastern Conference Finals (laughs) and the start of the finals? I have I have no idea. LeBron can make seven trips to Miami in that time. <laughs> I can only rewatch Game Seven that many times. You know? <laughs> so I mean, what are you guys doing in in the middle of this time period? Kind of get prepping yourselves for the finals. Uh, I'm learning particle physics, uh, <laughs> starting a garden, and developing starting my, and harvesting the garden. <laughs> that's right, both both those things. Increasing my chi flow, you know, just uh, working on my analysis, doing a lot of uh, the lazy brown fox jumped over the quick brown. What whatever what is that? <laughs> whatever that is, I'm getting my my voice right. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. for for the casting. Chi flow, huh? I got my cheese flow. Woo! <laughs> I see what you did there. That was a Gouda joke. Gouda. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> I I ran out of eggs, so I'm now using like artificial eggs, um, prosthetic legs. And wow. <laughs> you you the goat cheese. Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing a whole lot, and that's the problem. I want to watch ball, and I'm trying to go outside and play ball, and I'm like, nah, not today. But not LeVar Ball, and that's all we're getting right <laughs> that's now. That's right. I mean, that's the thing. You know, you live by the three, you die by the three. You know, when ball is life... And then every and everyone you have no life when there's no ball, <laughs> yeah. and everyone dies by the big baller brand. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, the three B. I mean, did you just call three B like a genocide? Is that what just happened? <laughs> yeah. I, I might have. I, I might have <laughs> a little bit. A line too far. <laughs> I've learned how to bake. It's against the Geneva Convention. <laughs> and baking is cool because you can just like sit there and wait and pontificate, and it's like an hour long, and it's like this brownie thing. Don't bring the Pope into this. Oh. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> just All right. killed it. All right. So, okay, just in preparation for the actual games, that's what you guys are doing. What are you guys looking forward to in this finals? J.R. Smith memes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want his reactions. I want, you know, I want him throwing errant passes. I just want him shooting bad shots. I just want LeBron in his grill smacking them around. I want him subbed out for, you know, the corpse of Richard Jefferson. Like I just want I just want shenanigans with J.R. Smith. 
JR shenanigans. He's the Cleveland's Mario Chalmers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's going to open up a new Irish restaurant in uh, Irish oh, Irish restaurant in Cleveland called JR shenanigans. <laughs> Throw some apostrophes in there. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to KD versus LeBron, Draymond versus their bigs, you know, of like Love and Thompson. And really, I'm just, I'm, I want to see Steph Curry just trash, trash the backcourt of Cleveland. Because yeah. I think there's no Delhi this year. There's no like other defensive foe other than maybe Ebon Shumpert in the backcourt. And I think Steph Curry is going to go off in the series. And I'm really looking forward to seeing that because it was kind of missed, you know, this season. It was like the Steph Curry games, yeah, for the most part, and um, I'm really, really looking forward to that. Yeah, until KD got hurt, and then he kind of turned it up a little bit. That's but right. you're right; we haven't really seen Steph at his full full force. Um, what about you, Honda? What are you looking forward so, to? I'm looking forward to Kyrie in the finals. Like this is when he turns turns up the heat, and he's not going to go off every single game. But the games he goes off on are going to be games that we continue to watch time and time and time again. Yeah. And I'm also interested to see what happens with additions like Kyle Korver. Mm. If, if they're actually going to have impacts in the, this season or if it's, it's simply too much. Well, so, he, so here's my thing and Golden State. And I can't remember last finals if this happened at all, but, um, so to, so the new, the new wrinkle in this, uh, in this finals is where do you hide Kyrie on defense? <laughs> Who does Kyrie guard when you've got either the lineup of death or even any other moderate lineup, right? Like, Kyrie goes nowhere. You can't put him on any of the guards. You can't put him on KD. Mm-hmm. You can't put him on Draymond. You can't put him on any of the bigs that they got. Kyrie's going to get eaten alive. Now, on the other end, last year, Kyrie just kept going off because he torches Steph every time that they, they line up. But my thing is, like, why wouldn't you put Clay on him? Right. Right. Like, right. who yeah. else does Clay have to guard? Nobody, right? You're going to no. put, you're going to put, uh, Probably like I could see KD getting a lot of minutes on LeBron, guarding him in the series. Um, Draymond, obviously. Clay can switch on to him and things like that. But, I just don't see why you just don't lock down Kyrie with Clay, right. and you know, and just you know, take your take your best shot. So I don't know. I just I, I agree. Kyrie is just going to go off because somehow LeBron does his magic and makes you know Kyrie that much better. But I just I don't know. This year with that lineup being even more solid in crunch time, I don't know where I don't know where Kyrie goes. I think he gets lost on D, and I think he gets picked way too often, and he's going to have an open shooter for Steph or for Clay, and it's going to be super easy to, to exploit that. Um, you're going to see a lot more Thompson and Love guarding perimeter people and probably more Fry and more Richard Jefferson, of all people, to be meaningful minutes just to contain the three-point shot. Um, it's pretty wild, really, um, because of Kyrie, because of the detriment that he is on D. Um, but the thing is, like, they don't have anybody to bring in off the bench to sub and form, right? Like, you take him off, and their second unit, like, features Darren Williams and I mean, Kyle Korver out gross. in the court at the same time. No. against Even against Golden State's second unit, where you got Iggy and Sean Livingston, yeah. those dudes will eat those, you know, will eat the <laughs> Cleveland dudes alive. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of scary to me in terms of what Cleveland can bring to the table. They were, like, resting Iguodala this whole playoffs just for this series, just for LeBron. And yeah. so he's ready, he's poised. Oh, he has got his ankle injury, he's out for the series. Nah, he's fine. It's really, it's going to be really exciting. They're like best set up to face Le- LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Every position they picked up, KD, their big, probably their biggest weakness was the 3 4 uh, last year, which was Harrison Barnes, personally. And um, they've solved that. Yeah, for sure. No, that was, uh, that was definitely the case. So last year, the big, the big uh, X factor swinging things uh, was obviously Draymond getting suspended, you know, people getting in his head, right. LeBron doing the thing. Right. But now, 
Golden State's got the X factor. Mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson is going to be the one big problem for Golden State in terms of you know he'll get offensive rebounds. Yep. You know they'll extend possessions, and that's how Cleveland stands the chances they can really crash the boards. But I mean Zaza's, we all agree Zaza's going to get him thrown out in one of these games, right? right. <laughs> yeah. We agree that Zaza's just going to do some crazy shit, and <laughs> Tristan Thompson's going to like be neutralized for at least one game, and that'll get they might give them the extra game <laughs> that Golden State needs. So to me, it's like even you know their one chance is to be big on the boards. They've you know fortified with Zaza and uh, oh, oh Javale McGee, Javale McGee. I was I always want to call him oh, Alonzo. Yeah, we did do this last time. Uh, yeah, this is JaVale McGee's first N- uh, NBA playoff appearance, I think, and then finals appearance, too. Yeah. How is he going to be utilized or controlled? Yeah. You know, exactly. will be very I think, key. I think he'll be in a lot of foul trouble for sure, and yeah. that he won't, he'll have a hard time staying on the floor, but that's just another extra body to throw on Tristan Thompson, right? Like, you know, and that's Kevin right. Love for that matter. Yeah, that's right. So, now. what about players uh, from Golden State like, like, um, Patrick McCall or David West or any of those other guys. David West might see some play. I don't think the other ones have any real role in this game. I think there might be like the third quarter, end of third quarter, beginning of fourth quarter. Garbage spurt, time. As the garbage time. As I've yeah. read. <laughs> I don't so think you play games. them much. I don't think you yeah. want to. I don't, um, no, I, don't, I mean, all the rotations shortened down in the playoffs oh, and yeah. even more so in the finals. Oh, yeah. So that's, they're, they're not going to be huge factors. I think David West could see a lot of time in the Channing Fry times of the game, right? right? And that sort of thing. And he'll be crashing the boards with the second unit. Um, but I don't I don't see him playing like a David Lee role or anything like that. I don't see nah. I don't see that happening. I think I mean they're Golden State's gonna live and die by their shooters, right? They're gonna have their their three shooters, Draymond, and then you know the shortened bench unit, and that's that's it. That's what they're riding with. So I guess my my question just for Golden State is I mean, I'm confident in what Curry's gonna bring. I'm confident in what Durant is gonna bring. I think Curry's brought what 28 points in the playoffs. Durant has brought like 25 points a game. Um, I am not confident in what Clay Thompson is going to do, and I, I I'm more confident in his in the defense against against Cleveland than I am in his offense. When he goes off, he could be that X factor in those games. But if he doesn't go off, is is it closer than we think it might be? Not Clay is your third option. Clay Thompson. One of the one of the Splash Brothers is your third option. So when that's the it's case, fair. nobody's awesome. relying on their third option to win them the title. Right. That's never that never happens. And every right. shooter's gonna have their day, right? He's yeah. gonna have that. He's day gonna that's have gonna a go game. six for yeah. ten or seven <laughs> yeah. for ten from three, and that's gonna be the difference maker in that game specifically. And that's what you want in your third option. Yeah. So and that's the thing, right? So the fact that Golden State has three options is you know is better than Cleveland, where like <laughs> if I have to like who are we betting on to show up first, Clay Thompson or Kevin Love? Right. Who who are we really right? Like that's the question that we're talking about. So if you don't think Clay Thompson's gonna show up, you can't convince me that Kevin Love's gonna show up. Mm-hmm. I think they'll both show up, but they'll they'll show up kind of at it's one game at a time, and yeah, sure. they won't show up consistently through the playoffs. No, and that's the thing or about through the finals. role players and bench players, right? They always play better at home, so it's really big that Golden State has home court advantage. Obviously, last year it didn't come down to that, but you know, if we're arguing like who, you know, again, right? It's always about the numbers and the tradition of like, hey, you know. The, the smaller players play better at home, and Golden State's right. got more home games. Kevin Love's, you know, scoring has been inconsistent throughout these playoffs because he's playing with LeBron and Kyrie that can go off, and he probably gets maybe 10 to 15 touches a game, but sometimes, you know, a Clay Thompson can get a 20, 30, 23 touches a game or something like that. Most of Love's effort, for the most part, is sitting back at the three-point line, waiting for a shot, getting an O-board maybe, but mostly defensive containment, and so his energy is lost there. And Clay Thompson has the ability to get deferred to quite way more often than I think Kevin Love is, okay. because a Draymond Green is going to be defending a Love, and a, a taller Javale McGee. You know, 
is going to be defending a love. And he's not going to necessarily be always open. But Clay has Kyrie, has a, uh, a Iman Shumpert, some people that are smaller than him. He will always be able to get his shot off. And I think that's going to be huge in this series is the fact that their third option is better than anything that Cleveland has to offer. But, but the thing, too, is I think, I think we're getting is their offense is designed more to facilitate for whoever's hot, right? Whoever's yeah. hot of the sh- three shooters, that's yeah. who's going to get the ball versus... You know, all of a sudden, if Cleveland, if Kevin Love gets super hot, I can't see all of a sudden the whole team shifting, you know, they're, you know, re-scrambling their brains to get the ball to Kevin Love, you know, just so he can keep the streak going. Like, that doesn't happen. Kyrie's got the ball, so he can keep his streaks going. LeBron can obviously keep his streaks going. Um, the real question for me about this series is the battle of ineptitude between the two coaches, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> I was, oh I was, was going to guess this is, this is This is the real highlight for me because here's the thing, right? So we saw all throughout the season, basically, you know, we we saw it through the absence of it. We saw them saving the 1-4 pick and roll between Curry and Durant. Yeah. We never we didn't really see that this whole season, right? We're, and we know that's like the most lethal weapon, right? right. Maybe outside of LeBron and Kyrie that, yeah. you can, yeah. that you can possibly have. So... I think the, the the goal was to save that all season and get to the finals and pull that out. Yeah. Can Mike? I mean, Mike Brown almost has nothing to do. You know, he just has to call one four pick and roll. But <laughs> to me, can Mike Brown manage the game effectively enough to get down to the end of the game and have that you know be the trump card that they pull out and wins them the game? So yeah, game management, player management, clock management, all these things. I would be very worried if I was Golden State and. Cleveland, you're also equally as worried, except that LeBron's player coach, you know, Bill Russell out there. <laughs> sure, and so yeah. anything Tyron Lue does, you know, LeBron can kind of compensate for versus Golden State. It's all system. It's all flow. It's all, you know, cohesive team, you know, ness. And so it's just like Mike Brown, uh, that worries me. That yeah. Worries me. worries me, too, to the extent that he's just there and he could call an audible, which is a timeout, and execute his plan, his agenda. And that's wrong. It's Steve Kerr's team. It's their team. And he's just the face on the court, I think. Um, Steve Kerr's going to either be on the sidelines or in the locker room in every game, at least, I hope. And I think he's going to have these like adjustments in, in mind. Also, these players have been, you know, trained this whole season to kind of do it, do it by, you know, by committee and as well as That's do true. what feels right. That's for sure. So they don't actually need him at mm-hmm. all. But they're going to have to react when things get tough, and that's when the Mike Brown exactly. situation comes no, in. No, he only comes in on the margins. You're right. Like he, like we're talking, it's 95 percent the players, the system, infrastructure, everything, and it's five percent Mike Brown. Yeah. But when that fi- when you need that five percent, yeah. And that's the difference between winning and losing a game, a series, whatever. I'm worried, and like you said, I don't think they need him to perform on a day in day out basis, but they need him in very certain moments. So they need him not to screw up in very certain moments. Yeah. <laughs> So one of the other questions that came to my mind is just what happens, what impact does the line have on this, have on this game? Sending, actually sending these guys to the line and what, what impact will Fowles have throughout kind of winning this game? Interesting. I would say Fowles have a huge, uh, you know, weight to the series. I would say if Draymond Green gets in foul trouble, Warriors might be in trouble. Um, luckily they have Kevin Durant that's a little bit more bulked up. Uh, he can defend the post a little bit better, but no, Draymond Green in foul trouble. He's their vocal leader on the court too. I think it would be a huge issue. Into the point of foul trouble getting to the line, LeBron, Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving are all not terrible. Actually, very good at getting to the line. Mm-hmm. And then if you have their star players like Steph, KD, Clay, Draymond getting in foul trouble, like the bench worries me to an to an extent. Yeah, for Golden State, if that happens, but it's kind of a rarity, right? It doesn't really happen that often. Yeah, but they have six fouls each. Like, they'll ride with four fouls. They'll, they're smarter than than average NBA player. They'll 
they won't get into that moment, I think. I think I'm a little bit less concerned about it from in and of themselves, the fouls. Uh, like, I, I don't think those will be as big a, an impact as the impact that lots of fouls will have on the pace of the game. Oh, if sure. Golden State has to pull the ball out of the basket and run down and execute their offense versus being in transition, yeah. getting that chaos, getting that volatility, right? The variance, right? Like, <laughs> like getting all that going, that's where they thrive. So if they have to pull the ball out of the basket every time, that hurts them more. Cleveland wants to slow this down, wants to make it ugly, wants to bang out every possession because that's yeah, how yeah. they won last year. That's how, that's, that's right. you know, that's how they're going to take advantage of all their strengths. So for me, it's more, it's more about that. Another thing too, um, that I think, we should note, though, is that this is what KD's for, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Like, you get KD because, okay, we can't get into our flow offense. We're getting a little tight, right? It's the end of the game, and all of a sudden we want to play hero ball as Golden State. You have one of the best hero ball <laughs> oh my God. scorers yeah. in the game. So yeah. all of a sudden it's not as big an issue. However, I think this goes back to uh, the Arnovitz piece that came out uh, last week or the week before where he was great. talking about cultures between San Antonio and Golden State yes. and how Golden State and you know Draymond as the kind of the the mouthpiece for their philosophy was kind of saying like, Hey, we can't play hero ball, right? We can't, we can't just all of a sudden get in, uh, get out of our character and have KD start going off and doing hero. So the question is when it gets down to that moment, yeah. when you need that bucket, what happens? Does KD start all of a sudden demanding the ball? Does he start saying, Hey, I got this. Or do they keep running the flow offense, doing all the things, right? We'll see if that message from earlier in the year penetrated and which direction they go. So I think their best shot is if, if the game slows down, if there's lots of free throws back to your point that, when they get down on the court, do they start trying the flow offense? And if they can't get anything because the D, then give it to KD. But if they start out with, you know, walking the ball up, dribbling off the clock, hand it to KD, he's going to get it down to five on the shot clock, and he's going to do some weird shake hesitation move and then take a 20-foot jumper, they're in trouble still, even though he can make those more yeah, than yeah. anybody else in the league. So yeah. to me, free throws are more about what kind of game that makes, mm. you know, makes for. I absolutely That's agree great. That. I would say, you know, my biggest question coming into this series is what will KD do? How does he respond in this series to, you know, conflict? And when shots aren't following, how does he change his game? When does when he becomes the ISO, you know, player they need to get a bucket, how does he respond? Does he shine in that moment? Also, is he a loser either way? In the sense that if they lose the finals, he's a loser, right? He joined Golden State and they lost. The super team lost. If they win, he joined Golden State and they won. He couldn't do it by himself. Nah, it's the LeBron factor with Miami. Now that LeBron's already already cracked that, that scenario, that, yeah. it doesn't matter. In, in 50 years, everybody's going to be like, Kevin Durant won a title. Yeah, that's right. He, he's he's, not, yeah, gonna be he's, in the, he's like, not gonna be in the Charles Barkley category. He's not going to be in the Carl Malone category. Nice. And I think that's worth something in the history of the NBA because of how we view it, because of how we view the league right now, right? Sure. Maybe someday we'll be more evolved as as basketball intellectual literati <laughs> and we'll be able to be like, just because you didn't win a title doesn't mean you know doesn't mean a whole lot. I mean, we're not at that at that point yet. But to my to your point, what's going to get Kevin Durant out of a funk if he's in the funk in the finals? Mm-hmm. I trust Steve Kerr to know the thing to say to Kevin Durant. I don't trust Mike Brown. Mike Brown's gonna say some dumb shit. He's yes. gonna say some Mark Jackson shit. Yeah. Oh God. Right. He's gonna be like hand down, hand down. Yeah. And and Kay's gonna be like, man, shut up. He's gonna throw Gatorade in his face. Yeah. Like it's, you know, like I just I'm worried. Got me shook. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So let, let's move on from the serious part of the finals into the best hot takes you have going into going into next week's finals. All right. Um, let's see. We're going to get a top five meme from JR. Um, JaVale <laughs> McGee 
his headband at one point will come down over his eyes at a critical <laughs> moment. The, and and it, I don't I don't know if it's going to be positive or, in, or negatively impactful though. That's 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 the thing, right? He yeah. might actually still swat somebody's shot with a headband over his eye. He <laughs> might catch an alley oop and dunk it with oh, a yeah. headband over his eyes, right? He might trip and fall on the bench and splash all the Gatorade over all the fans oh, with man. a headband over his eyes. It's it's just like a high level of, of uh, volatility there. Um, and then lastly, I think we get the best crying LeBron memes mm. out of this finals right now. <laughs> Into the memosphere. <laughs> Bringing it all back. I think uh, the the Miami Heat coat check uh, player James Jones that's now you know yeah. riding LeBron James coattails um, will make an appearance in this finals and will do absolutely nothing. And <laughs> he'll basically just be like in LeBron's shadow, right? The whole time. Wherever okay. LeBron moves, he moves. I like that. I'll, take, I'll do you one better. Mm-hmm. The head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers next season. James Jones. <laughs> Ty Lue, you didn't get it done. Yeah, yeah, LeBron's, uh, I'm not pulling any strings on the back end. James Jones, your coach. I think Zaza tries to do a little foot maneuver, try to step under someone. Is it, it going to be better or worse than the Kawhi foot maneuver? Ooh, I don't think you can, I don't think you can talk that. I think he's going to go with a different strategy. I don't yeah. think he's, I don't think he's going to play that same note twice. Head bob. <laughs> I think, I think headbutt is a good, is a good chance. I think there's going to be like some sort of flailing arm Falling down and pulling somebody down. It's a with wild him. European maneuver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a wacky whaley maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that. I, I'm interested to see how many points that that Kevin Love can generate just by going with the the full court pass option. Because mm. I I watched him in the playoffs. He's one of the best in the league at that. It's true. I just don't know if he's going to be able to pull it off. But I just I want to see if it's actually possible. I think we're going to get like a Darren Williams uh, X-Files reference kind of thrown up in his face where he shows up to the game and then there's Jerry Sloan. It's like... That's awesome. And then he just freezes. He can't do anything. Like the light's flashing right in his eyes. He's like, here you go. I think I just want them to make a statue for Darren Williams outside of Cleveland Stadium. And it's just him just like pulling his shorts down over his knees, super, super winded, super gassed. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just like. <sighs> they even like model the the breath. Yeah, yeah, right. So in a close, if it's, if it's close, especially in let's say three or four, we see, we see LeBron play all 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Will there be a four point play in this series? <laughs> uh, well, Jamal Crawford's not in it. So, oh. how many? How many? Uh, over under on how many Harden uh, like pick swipe? You know, arm. Oh, through, right, how God, many of those God. do we see in the finals? Like, does, no, no, no. Do the refs? Nip them do the refs the like cut down on it all of a sudden? Yes. They're like, we can't have our finals NBA product, uh, you know, tainted by this. Or do we just see? You know, because KD was the one who invented the rip. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't say Coleman off the screen. He's not going to immediately go and do that, right? right? Steph was doing it. Clay is good at doing that sort of thing. Um, but I just wonder. I don't know. Ky- I bet you Kyrie could get another 60-point game just off the Harden swipe. So they better get rid of that. <laughs> I think none of the benches are going to have much impact. I think the only player that might have uh, two players, I would say, that would have the biggest factor are Andrew Iguodala on LeBron for defensive purposes and for fast break and just all right memes. And then for Cleveland, I would say Kyle Korver. But Kyle Korver has a long road ahead of him you know, in terms of getting to be the productive player he wants to be but won't because he won't get many touches, you know? I think he won't get that many touches, but I, I'm reserving a, a hot take just for him going off like seven or eight threes okay. one, one game. I, I think it's entirely possible in the way that he does that just spot up three. I Oh, man. I'm, I think it can actually happen. 
during the finals, even even on not that many minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, man. I think that's fair. All right, so uh, let's go predictions. Who you got? How many games? Who's finals MVP? Yeah, I think finals MVP, we got to start out right, right away. Even win or lose, I think it has to be KD. I think he's going to have the ball in his hands the most. I think he's going to have the most impact defensively as and as well as offensively. I also think all things considered, all things coming in, both teams are healthy, right? KD is going to be the X factor because it wasn't from last year. He was not there last year, and he's going to blow up um, to the point where I think Golden State takes the series in like five or six. Which one? Golden State takes the series in six. Boom. With a, with a KD Finals MVP. With KD Finals MVP. Hondo. I think Golden State is basically... It, the funny part of this is Golden State is making the NBA Finals champion the underdog. <laughs> that And that is so crazy to right. me. I think they're out to prove something, especially after what happened last year. I am saying I'm going to make a very bold prediction that... Golden State wins this in five games, Whew. and I'm I'm actually I'm gonna go with Steph making a making a run at, at MVP again. Nice, you know I want to say five, but I just I can't quite get there. Like That's I, right. I want to say five so bad, but so I think ultimately it's gonna be Golden State in six. I think you know you got to give enough credit to LeBron to, th- to think that he can win two games by himself in the finals, right? You maybe get a Kyrie game in there or something like that. So I'm gonna say Golden State in six. Um, due to KD's injury and Steph going off at the end of the season, and then in the playoffs, they've been reintegrating KD. KD hasn't necessarily been the focal point of very many games since he came back. They had the Utah game. You know, There's been a little bit here and there. They haven't really had much competition, so there's been much need for him. But I still right. think they've been playing their best with Steph as you know as point man and KD sort of adapting and fitting in, right? I think mm-hmm. that's best-case scenario. So I think it's going to be Warriors and Six. Steph finals MVP with a dark horse. Dark horse number two. Could be Draymond, Finals right. MVP. Sure. He's doing everything. He's Not getting bad. triple, Not triple bad. doubles. You know, doing the defense. If LeBron doesn't have a great, uh, great stat line because Draymond, if they do win in five and Draymond is locking down LeBron, doing everything on all ends, hustling. You know, doing his flex thing. Draymond could get a Finals MVP, yeah. a la you know maybe a Tony Parker Finals MVP, maybe a you know a la Kawhi MVP, right, you know right. some okay, something right. like that where you see it, where you see uh, not your traditional alpha get MVP. So I think mm-hmm. most likely it's Steph. Secondarily. Uh, Draymond, I think if KD gets the Finals MVP, something went very wrong for Golden State, and it went like seven, and, and KD came out with like game-winning Ooh. shot in Game Seven. I think that's the only way okay. that KD gets the Finals MVP. I just don't see him going into his first his first Finals Ooh. and getting a Finals MVP. I just don't see it. All right, so it's it's like it's contentious, but we're gonna weigh in after every single game like we always do, Woo! and it's it's gonna be a fun time. I'm so excited about this. I mean, let's t- just talk about the the overall record here. There's only been one game lost by both of these teams going into the finals. Combined. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. So, like, you are getting peak teams, no injuries, battling each other. This is, like, the epic saga match that we've wanted to see all season long. That we were predicting all season long. That's right. Golden State hasn't lost a game since Clay Thompson signed that toaster. So. <laughs> <laughs> the little toaster that could, baby. Oh my god. So I don't know, man. All right, so we'll be we'll be back probably what Thursday Thursday evening to weigh in. So I'm Hondo here with Guy and MTG. Catch you guys next time. We out. Pine Peace. time, pine time, pine time. This has been a Vencast Studios production.
This is Stacy on her motorcycle. What an incredible view! And this is Stacy off her motorcycle. Does this have sucralose in it? On her motorcycle. Oh, the wind in my hair! Off her motorcycle. Uh, it's pronounced etc., not etc. On. Woohoo! Yes! Off. No. You're better on your bike. And with basic policies starting at $75 a year, quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.